Hey folks, welcome to You Love to See It, a podcast where we watch movies and TV shows and then tell you all about them. This week we're watching Playing with Fire, the 2019 John Cena comedy vehicle directed by Andy Fickman, starring John Cena himself, John Leguizamo. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, there was something in the... Some some weird audio glitch. Let me let me take part of that again. This week we're watching yeah. Playing with Fire, a 2019 John Cena comedy vehicle. <laughs> hey, are y'all getting that, or is there maybe my Discord's messing up? Hold on, let me. <laughs> yeah, I think your Discord might be sick. Okay, let me. Yeah, something's up. Let me try this one more time. Okay, Kay. this week we're watching Playing with Fire, a 2019 John Cena. <laughs> 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 Stupid, <laughs> stupid uh, comedy movie star, uh, directed by Andy Fickman, uh, starring Cena himself, John Leguizamo, and Keegan Michael Key, who wrote these notes because you messed up. Michael Keegan I'm Key. Sorry. It's Keegan Michael Key, not Keegan Michael, Michael Keegan. Ke- I'm yeah, sorry. It's, it's okay. Listen, I'm so sorry, Mr. Key. Mr. Key. Mr. Mr. So I endorsed I endorsed Pete Buttigieg three weeks ago. Keegan Michael Key. Oh, um, oops. Oh. Whoops. Mr. Key. How's that turning out for you, Keegan? Um, okay, listen. This is a film, a 2019 film. Uh, I'm going to read you a film description uh, taken from, <laughs> I believe, IMDb. Here we go. Um, already I can poke holes in this uh, film description, which is really funny. Um, yeah, it's great. So I'm going to just kind of make corrections as I go. Um, when straight-laced smoke jumper... John Cena uh, playing 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 Jake Carson uh, and his elite team of smoke jumpers come to the rescue of three siblings. They realize that no amount of training could prepare them for the most challenging job yet babysitting as their lives, jobs and depot get turned upside down. The three men soon learn that children, much like fires, are wild and unpredictable. Now, what? (laughs) In the original description, it does say firefighters and, like, fire superintendent. But I do just want to point out that literally every time someone calls John Cena a firefighter in this movie, he, like, leans in into their face and goes, I'm a smoke jumper. Um, and then explains the difference. And there's only 346 of them in the world or something like that. Apparently smoke jumpers are uh, people who jump out of helicopters basically to get like remote people out of harm's way. Um, And so very cool job legitimately. I mean, that's cool. Um, Not a job I could do, would do, uh, not even remotely brave enough or athletic enough to do. But John Cena is. Um, hey, when? Why did we watch this movie, Nikki? Why did we do that? Um, well, here's why. We had plans to watch a different film, and then those plans didn't come through. Oh. So we got onto we our Delta fast flight. Enough, you might say. We yeah, weren't we weren't enough. fast enough. So we got onto our Delta flight, and then we scrolled through the available uh, pictures. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And the the silliest looking one in the list was uh, John Cena's playing with fire. I do want to point out that the following films were available on this flight: uh, <laughs> uh, Academy Award winning Best Picture, Parasite, uh, right. Jojo Rabbit, uh, also mm-hmm. Academy Award nominated. Um, 
just a lot of like prestige films, you know? Um, right, right, big, right. And we watched a, a different prestige film, Playing with Fire, we, starring John Cena. We did. Uh, Danielle, did you watch this because we asked you to watch it, or did you? Uh, did you? Yes. Were you like, this is my favorite movie? I watched it five times since November 2019. I love it. As a matter of fact, I have done my duty as pod podcast uh, prima donna. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, as senior editor and podcaster, I saw that you enjoyed this movie. I saw. The suggestion that this be our you love to see it this week. And I said, you know what? I'll do it. I'll do it. I watched Red Tattooing, and if I could get through that, I could get through anything. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are, friends. <laughs> here we are. It worked. It worked. Yeah. Yeah, it did work. I uh I I kinda didn't hate it. I'll be honest with you. Same. I uh, hey, <laughs> hey, I'll say it. I liked this movie. <laughs> yeah. This is madness. This is madness. <laughs> yeah, I like. I legitimately enjoyed this film. It was a good way to spend the first hour and forty six minutes of my flight from Boston to Los Angeles. Yeah. Now, what aspects of this film did you like? Because I, I think uh, the I, I wanna, the comedy okay, was the com good. Comedy was good. The comedy was good. Okay. Um, the fact that they filmed it on a budget of what seemed to be thirty eight dollars was, was good. Thirty eight and a half dollars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, yeah. Fucking, I don't know. John Cena and Keegan Michael Key and John Leguizamo seemed like they had fun. I don't know. Okay. Seemed, it was I, fun. I, I will. I will. I caught I will. myself laughing more times than I expected. I will, and yeah. I think that means that I lost. I give. I will give the film this: is that yes, it does seem like everyone involved had a good time making it against all odds. Um, I think I'm. I, I also want to point out that like in all the um, the synopses of this film. Um, it says like three men take care of these three kids. There's like a fourth guy. His name is yeah. Axe is there. His name is Axe, and he's he seems like a lovely guy. He is a lovely guy. That's his whole shtick. He looks a um, little scary, but he's a very nice man. So basically, you know? the basically the beginning of this film is John Cena and his ragtag group of smoke jumpers. Um. Rescues people from, I guess, a an encroaching wildfire in a scene that I would describe as um, as boring of an action sequence as I can, like, come up with. Like, there's just like, yes, it's supposed to be treacherous, but like at no point did I feel like anyone was ever in peril. It just, you know, right. it was uh, whatever. It was fine. Um, toward the end of it. Can uh, we say? Yeah. Uh, just at the very, very beginning and, and, and just as the scene goes on, I felt, and I do not live in California anymore, but I felt deeply uncomfortable with the whole oh. framing of like, oh, hey, it's a wildfire with like goofy ass fucking music and very like doofy oh. framing. It was like, hey, man, that's, hmm. Um, okay, yeah. I, I I was going to get into it, but let's let's let's. Oh, just... sorry, I didn't no, mean no, to. No, I didn't no, mean no, to jump no, no, the, no. the no, gun. No, 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 no. It's okay. We'll we'll start with this. Um, okay. This this movie came out on November eighth, twenty nineteen. Now, when do you <laughs> now when do you think when do you think Danielle those California wildfires were going on? 
at the same time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. basically, yeah. that is correct. That is correct. Uh, that was a good guess. Good job. Um, yeah. So basically, <laughs> those really, really bad California wildfires, which happened at the end of 2019, happened when this film was in movie theaters and right outside our office <laughs> on oh Wilshire God. Boulevard was a billboard for this film that was up literally for I think four weeks during the oh basic entire yeah. duration of the wildfires. Um, they were up for a very long they time. They were up for a very oh. long time. So it was just John Cena and John Leguizamo and Keegan-Michael Key like looking down on everyone driving on Wilshire Boulevard going like ha 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 fire right? You know it's oh. like it was yeah. it was pretty wild. So the con- the context of that, I mean, listen, I don't think this movie would have done well, but I I do uh, actually I am shocked that this movie did what let's see 67 million at the box office. And it sure. was made yeah. it was made for 30 on a budget of $30. No, it was it was it was American it was 30, dollars. 30 yeah. million American Oh, I dollars. see. I see. And that was probably just John Cena's. It was twenty five uh, million of right? that was probably John Cena. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen, listen. Big Nickelodeon has a lot of money. Yeah, um, <laughs> this is a Nickelodeon picture. Yeah, it is. It is. And um, I think it was like it was like twenty five million for Cena and about three million for making Cena's uh, pectoral veins look less menacing. Oh my god! Oh. Yeah. Um, so just some like really basic context on like John Cena. John Cena is, of course, if you don't know, a uh, world famous <laughs> professional wrestler who for many, many, many years had like a crew cut crew cut and just showed up everywhere wearing jorts and like a T-shirt. <laughs> and then like yeah. a year and a half ago, he basically stopped wrestling full time and grew his hair out. He looks absolutely fucking buck wild with like hair. <laughs> It is weird to me as someone who watched him as a wrestler and a wrestler only to see him show up like one looking. mm, He is still insanely muscly, but he like did bulk down a bit like after he stopped doing wrestling full time um, and like with a full head of hair. It's very strange. Very, very odd. Uh, That's that's neither here nor there. But. Uh, so yeah, so Cena and, uh, his buddies played by Keegan-Michael Key and John Leguizamo and Tyler Maine, who plays Axe, uh, who by the way was, was, uh, Sabretooth in the original X-Men. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good for him, him, right? Um, they, along with some like total extras, I guess, that were also (laughs) smoke jumpers, smoke jumpers. Uh, they save a group of folks. Um, John Cena like comes face to face with one of the the people he saves. It's this woman who is just like, my husband is so boring. He is like an accountant. Like, please. No, sorry. Excuse me. He sells insurance. He sells insurance. Yeah, sorry. Uh, and like, I don't know. There's a really bad, like, I would say, th- okay. Uh, I don't know if y'all had the same issue that I did with this movie because I know y'all both loved it. You loved it very much. Well, love, love is a strong. <laughs> you both word. loved this film from start to finish. Um, <laughs> I, I I had the issue where like I thought this movie started like very very weak. Like I thought the first yes. the first like fifteen twenty minutes of this movie, I was like, oh my god, who wrote these jokes? Like these jokes, yeah are brutal. 
Um, and just the direction of like, she's like begging John Cena to basically take her away from her insurance salesman husband. And it just kind of like pans over to the husband. That's like, I'm literally right here. And I was yeah. like, Oh, okay. So this is the energy we're, we're taking into this film, but I didn't, yeah. I did think it yeah. got better. It got yeah. better. Also, it's a children's movie. No. Now, any movie that I see with my eyes is no longer a children's movie. I do you, see. Do you, under, I see. do you understand how that works? <laughs> I understand how that works, but it is a children's movie for children, okay. oh. which is why the poop scene is so long. Okay. Oh, we, need, we definitely do need a segment on that. The only, the only reason the poop scene is 148 minutes of the 164 minute runtime is because it's a movie for children and kids think that's the funniest shit. Okay, we I will mean, talk about we will talk about yeah. every single scat obsessed uh, part of this uh, <laughs> a film as we get through it because it, it, there's a lot to or, you know what there's a lot to unpack. Um, that's a big diaper to unpack if you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I get it. Yeah. Can I just talk about really quickly how I watched this movie? Oh, sure. So, obviously on my airplane, right? And uh, Delta flights don't, for some reason, even though there's just a bunch of Android tablets in the back, they don't let you connect via Bluetooth to those Android tablets. And my headphones were Bluetooth. Now, I have a pair of nice headphones, I think. And uh, I found in my backpack amongst the mess of wires that I brought with me to Boston, a 3.5 millimeter headphone cable, or an aux cable, if you will, and I plugged that right into the iPad and right into my headphones. And I then did realize that I was receiving every audio channel except the one that had the dialogue in it. Oh my God. Oh no. <laughs> so I listened so to hear. the sound effects. That is correct. I listened to the sound effects and the grunts, which were ADR'd in, <laughs> oh but not God. the dialogue. So I read the dialogue with the subtitles on for uh, maybe 85% of the movie, at which point I like kind of jiggled the cable around and was able to lose the sound effects, but get the dialogue Wow. Back. Incredible. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> um, I watched it. Uh, Nikki and I sat one seat apart with someone in the middle. And the gentleman who sat in between us um, yes. literally kicked my switch power cable out of its no. uh, out of its outlet. And I'm not I'm not exaggerating. Fourteen times. <laughs> Holy no, shit. Sir. And oh. and like by like the twelfth time, he was like, oh, sorry. Like it was only then that he like noticed what I kept oh, doing. My God. Anyway, it was uh, it was. Ugh. He was reading. He was reading a book and taking notes it, he on was. that book yeah. the same way, the same way a high school or a a, a college first year student yep. whose mom was like, "Listen, you have to go to class. You have to go to every single class. It doesn't make any sense to spend all this money on these classes if you're not going to go to them. So you have to go to every class. You have to take notes." And he was like taking notes like a child would take notes the first time they were asked to take notes. Yeah, this guy was also, I believe, a lawyer, and he had one of those um, screens on his laptop that basically yes. blocked all peripheral onlookers. And I wonder, I wonder if folks realize that that actually makes people try to see their shit harder more. Because I, I kept on like, I kept on kind of like gawking, and I was like, wait, what? What are you doing? 
Um, he was just nothing interesting. Nothing interesting. As a person, from my angle, I could just see his screen. Nothing interesting. Okay. Anyway, sorry, yeah. sorry to the guy who sat in between Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I did get all the audio channels and, uh, the audio channel did pick up the dynamics of the main characters, uh, fairly quickly. They're, they are archetypes. John Cena basically has zero, uh, I don't know, personal like experience or like decorum or like tact. And he's just always buttoned up and super serious. Um, Some would say that's maybe who he is in real life. I wouldn't say that. That's, (laughs) that's just uh, uh, alleged. Uh, If you watch the E entertainment show, total Bella's, uh, which went on for two seasons while he and Nikki Bella were actually dating. You could see bits of this where he required <laughs> that everyone put on a suit before they come down to dinner every single night. And I'm not kidding. That's really who wow. he is. It's, it's, it's tough because um, he seems fun. Uh, does he? No, no, no. He doesn't. Yeah, it's wild. He doesn't is the thing. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Anyway, so John Cena essentially plays himself, but as a smoke jumper. Um, Keegan-Michael Key is just like fiercely loyal and like kind of a busybody and kind of like always at uh, John Cena's beck and call. But he's also kind of a goober. Um, And let's see. John Leguizamo's. uh, Let me I'm looking at my notes here. His big character trait is that he like misremembers quotes from people. But it's like, yeah, it's not funny, though. Not even not not even even a little and not in like a fun, like goofy dad way where like. There is a universe, and I think I actually oh. don't dislike John Leguizamo. I think he's no, an all right I, actor, uh, fine, but there are sure. some actors who who could possibly, you know, possibly pull off this type of archetype. But I just don't think the writing is even there. No, the writing is what's the problem. Like I think if yeah, like yeah. there is there is a legitimately funny thread of just never ever remembering like. The right quote. I mean, like Yogi Berra, yeah. Yogi Berra, famous baseball player, would sometimes just like mix up two quotes, and that kind of became like his thing. And it's like that's funny, but this was just yeah. not written in any way that was interesting. Okay, and then the fourth person is Axe, who is basically just like wait, y'all are sorry, y'all are also forgetting John Leguizamo's actual legitimate good trait, which is that he was in, he was a, he's a convict. Oh, he was in San Quentin. <laughs> And right. one of my one of the biggest laughs that I got from the whole fucking film <laughs> is when John Leguizamo is talking to the young son, the young boy, and and uh, John Leguizamo goes, "That's just something I learned in San Quentin." And the boy's like, "What San Quentin?" And very quickly, Keegan Michael Key's character is like, "Ah, it's a small liberal arts college in Vermont," <laughs> which, which was which was very, was funny. very funny to me. That was yeah. very, it was that was very good. Um, and uh, Tyler Maine plays Axe, who, and this is according to the Wikipedia description, is, quote, a huge mute that carries a fireman's wow. axe oh everywhere. Thanks, Wikipedia. Thanks, Wikipedia. That's, that's not even accurate. Not, not even, even accurate. Not even accurate. Just kind of uh, just kind of ableist and weird. Um, yeah. And so basically, uh, like, they run off the rest of Cena's crew because they, they, I didn't understand that. They basically went to go help another crew. I kind of missed that. Why did, why did, there's a, there's a different, there's a different bigger fire. Right. In Southern California. So this film takes place in Redding. Yeah. There's a different fire in Southern California 
So they go down there. Right. And that is played at, as if they've turned their back on John Cena. Like, that was yeah. it's so weird to me. It's like, wouldn't they all be like, yes, we got to help our brothers and sisters fight these fires? Instead, it was played like, we just lost our best guys, John Cena. What are we going to yeah. do? It's almost like super troopers. Um, it's very strange. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good callback to that. Classic yeah, this from the, my college days. Yeah, <laughs> this this movie is almost played by like a a kids version of Super Troopers, where like I guess a pseudo inept uh, smoke jumping crew is like trying to like do their best. Anyway, they go rescue three kids from a fucking burning cabin, and they for whatever for various which, reasons uh, which can't return. I the have kids. just right, but I do have many questions about this. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so first of all, unexplained how the kids started this fire. <laughs> yeah, that never, ever, ever gets addressed. It's never, it's never addressed, never explained. They all just stay inside the house after the house catches fire. It's very clearly been on fire for a minute. Um, and buildings take a long time to go up. And it was nighttime but the oldest daughter seems like she's like smart enough to kind of be like we're gonna get out of this house now well first of all she's it's a one room first of all the, it's a one room cabin the kid the oldest kid is negasonic teenage warhead so i feel like yep. yes i feel like she's more equipped to deal with this than um you know she's letting on but you're Anyone. you're yeah. right nikki when john cena basically repels into this cabin it looks like every single bit of it was doused in kerosene and lit ablaze yeah um <laughs> and they're just sitting there they are sitting casual. there they're fine yeah they're just behind a wooden table casually i would almost just being like yeah there's a fire weird I, anyway john cena's here i i would almost say an irresponsibly filmed scene because yeah if it's a kid that's if it, this is a kid's movie and these kids are watching this film that is literally giving the kid a sense that like if you just huddle under something while everything around you burns down um it'll be, be john okay. cena will come and rescue you like i just felt like how did i do agree how did they get into that situation why were they why were they just they were just sitting there like well time to die um <laughs> it, was just, it was just kind of like a bummer um also, also it, some very good slapstick during that scene. Yeah, where, I was gonna say. Yeah, that that was good. That was good. Um, that's, see, one, of, one of the biggest laughs for me was there. For really? Sure, was oh my the, god! The sort Danielle. of yo-yo effect. I'm I'm such a <laughs> five-year-old child, but it's just the like, just dumbass yo-yo effect of John Cena getting slammed into the, the ceiling several times, and then. Uh, you know, he's already had this conversation with the young, the young boy about, oh no, we're, we're fire jumpers. So we're way cooler. And there's only 336 of us versus a million. And they have this whole stupid exchange. And then he gets yo-yo slammed into the ceiling. I mean, and then the kid just quips like, that must be where there are many fire jumpers. <laughs> which is good. Which is good. Um, yeah. I he just love it. He he basically I, I the, the sequence there is so funny because he's like, "Hey kids, I'm going to get you out one at a time." Which I was like, "Wait a second." <laughs> so, wait, wait. Yeah, what order are you going to do this in? Yeah, like may, like I'm like maybe that's protocol, but also that seems fucking nuts. Look around you, John Cena. I don't know if you have time to do this. Um, everything's on fire. Everything this is, on is fire. after by the way. This is after by the way John Leguizamo doesn't like flying. He hates flying. It's it's unclear he hates flying and is bad at yep. it 
and they need to go pick up water for the cabin so they can put the cabin out. And then they go over to the lake that Judy Greer lives in. And then they pick up some frogs. It's a protected lake and Judy Greer gets very mad. Um, She kind of like splashes around in this like shallow pond like, ooh. She's like, oh. And then John Leguizamo spills all of the water adjacent to the house instead of on to the house. I mean, like, and then they rescue the kids. Like, he's very bad at his job. He's like, all right, I'm going to dump it. And it's just like on the yard, like outside. (laughs) Um, Would not would not have John Leguizamo's character do like a crane game. Um, No. And yeah, no. So they take the kids back to the the uh, the station and. Uh, the kids are like, oh, our parents are out for the night. We, gosh, ah, beans. I can't believe I burned down their ah, cabin. Beans. Um, yeah, they never. Th- this is crucial. They never ever check with anyone about whose cabin that was. Which no, <laughs> no. I think it's very, very funny. They're just like, okay, yes, we believe this sight unseen. This was this was your parents' cabin. It burned to the ground, and we are not going to check anything it, about yeah. it. Yeah. That happens. It's um, happened to everybody. From there, this is really three men and a baby, uh, but yes. with like three no. times the kids. Yeah. Um, Four did men and a baby. Also, also all the kids. while John yeah. Cena's. Yeah, John Cena's trying to get a promotion. Is is his is his subplot? He's trying to get a promotion because the Allstate guy is retiring. Yeah. So. Uh, Pedro Serrano he's trying to get from a Major League is yeah. retiring and needs a replacement. Yeah. So he he is a, a lot of, more of this film than I think anything else I've ever seen is a grown person filling out an application online. I've ne- which is which is by the way the application is just the UPS website reskinned. <laughs> yep, it's the UPS like. Package tracking website <laughs> that they've just reskinned. It's bizarre. And so I guess th- it's through this that we learned that J- Cena's dad was a smoke jumper and apparently was not a good one because he died. No, no. Um, he died because he be- because as it's revealed later in the film, John Cena thinks that he died because he. <laughs> Because his dad thought about John Cena. Yeah. And because he thought about John Cena, a tree fell on him or something and he passed away. <laughs> and can we can we just mention in this scene with, with Dennis Haysbert that he's doing like a full boxing car wash the whole time? Like he's like <laughs> lifting weights in one part. He's using a shadow uh he's like shadow boxing in another. Then he's like going on a heavy bag and then he has like a small white man punching him in the stomach like (laughs) as he's on this fucking call talking about you know the dad and the the promotion and all this other shit and i just again there are like several points during this movie where something way funnier than this movie happened and i think it elevated it to like its head above water status for me in terms of like liking this movie and or just if you're throwing that many jokes at the canvas, some of them are gonna stick, and and that yeah, one's some stuck of them for have me. to stick legally. <laughs> How'd you like the kids? How did the, how did the kids? Uh, how did the kids? The kids were fine. Yeah, the, I, it's unclear why they kept talking about the youngest child as a baby, even though she's like four. Yeah, I. Still in diapers. Listen, she's still in diapers, but is like four or five years old. I spent a full hour of this movie going. I okay. If that girl is in diapers, I literally don't know how old kids are anymore. Like yeah. I, I'm like I. 
I would have I would have said, oh, that's a five year old. Yeah, because the kid is four or five years old. But like the whole time they're like, yeah, she's a baby. That's baby's cry. Even though also they couldn't for the life of them, couldn't get this baby to cry. No. So they, they were like, okay, kid, just yell, just I yell, guess. Yell, just yeah. scream. <laughs> um, just scream. And whenever she does scream, they're like, oh, she's crying. I'm like, no, no, y'all. That's not even like, nope. Oh, that's not even remotely. That's not it. This does the crying bit does lead to I think what is my favorite joke in the whole movie when they cut to John Cena back at his desk and John Cena goes to Google.com and he very slowly oh. types in is it bad if you've never <laughs> cried it's question mark very funny it's that that was very funny that was actually <laughs> That was that was that that was genuinely one of the two laughs that got me. I'll tell I'll tell you about the other one later. Yeah, there were only two that really got me. There were only two that got me. That was one of them, which is very funny because I just Nikki, you're not wrong. I mean, like slowly type slowly typing something so dumb into Google is a good gag in like every single context. It's very funny. Um, so yeah so that's that's another thread of Cena's like characters that he just he refuses to cry he just it, yeah he, that the it is weakness it is it is uh unmasculine it is something for him not to cry I thought that was an odd characterization because he clearly it's not like from a lack of caring he cares deeply about a lot yeah. I almost thought it would have been funnier yeah. if he had been overly emotional about the dumb shit he's overly emotional about right um, yeah but still like that was I did enjoy that Google uh, bit a lot that was very funny God. Um, it's it, I think it might be my second favorite Google joke yeah uh, of all time what and what is your first favorite the one in Parks and Recreation when uh, Andy types in to the uh, he types uh, uh, fucking oh my god Leslie's symptoms for her headache into the thing <laughs> and then it's like ah oh, you have it says that you have network issues <laughs> <laughs> stupid 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 um, god damn god. it it's dumb um so the, let's talk about the shit, huh? Let's talk about shit. I yeah, think we let's have talk to get about into the, the shit. I think we have to. So there are two scenes with the shit, and 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 one is is less obvious, but it was funnier to me, and it was the scene where um, Cena is trying to flirt with uh, Judy Greer um, over text, and everyone yes. is like watching him do it and trying to tell him like no you need to use emojis like that's how you flirt and then like judy greer is like kind of charmed by the emojis and then like you can see her face kind of change and it cuts to okay maybe i laughed three times at this movie um and it cuts to it cuts to her screen and it's just the poop emoji and then like two more and then three more and then three more and then three more and it cuts back to the scene and then like the middle child is just taking the phone and been like poop 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 <laughs> and the best part about this is that the kid that's not even like child acting laughter yeah. that the, the the look on that kid's face is genuine human laughter yes. yeah like kind of about the fact that he's gotten famous professional wrestler john cena to type 
poop emojis over and over again on his telephone and the kid just cannot contain it it's very funny i i actually thought that was kind of funny and then you know of course he's like what is this and he's like it's chocolate ice cream and he's like i love chocolate ice cream um and uh and then the oldest daughter takes the phone away so then the oldest daughter takes the phone away and then judy greer basically ghosts him for like a minute of while uh while they continue the conversation. And then the second, I, I will let y'all talk about the second poop scene. Nikki, uh, Danielle, please. Uh, no, Danielle, Danielle, you take this right. one. Okay, there's an extended, like, three or four oh. location <laughs> yes. sequence involving the child who looks four or five but is in diapers and uh, pooping loudly, which is the... I mean, I mean, the like subtitle. I watch things with subtitles on just because I'll I'll miss things uh, sometimes. And the she makes a, a giant fart noise, and the yeah. subtitles say "pooping loudly" as everyone yeah. in the room, which includes at this point uh, John Cena and uh, also Keegan Michael Key, making the faces of death that a child has pooped. Now this scene then moves into. Uh, a sort of staging area, if you will, where the yeah. diaper is to be changed. And okay, so we go through a lot of theatrics about how bad it smells. There's a lot of gagging. Uh, we have oh, two no, fine, no, no, sorry, fine Danielle, comedic Danielle, actors. Danielle, yes, yes, Danielle, yes. You said a lot of gagging. There is yeah. like a two minute, <laughs> two minutes still yeah. shot of John Cena <laughs> and Keegan Michael Key trying not to throw up. <laughs> It's it's not two people gagging. It is like an extended, like a like yeah. like a Family Guy style long cut on on these two famous yeah. actors going like like, like through bleh, every bleh. single yeah. permutation of a of a gag uh, a gag that like an acting coach Fuck. told them to do. It's so funny. Yeah, it's so yeah. funny. And. Uh, crucially, at some point during the, the gagging, uh, it is made very clear that this young child is is suffering from these intense poops uh, because of the spam cakes that John Leguizamo has made. He right. made some oh kind God. of pancake. Which is spam he's such cakes. a bizarre <laughs> bit. He's such a, he just puts... Sp- oh, the other, uh, the other one of his character traits is that he's very good at cooking, yeah. but then also puts spam in everything. In everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's very it's very weird, but okay. So the child has has done a mess. Now they gag for two full minutes. They and gag then, for two minutes. Yes. Yeah, and then we have uh, my uh, Keegan Michael Key clamp his nose with a device with some sort of <laughs> wrench, a wrench. Yeah. While John Cena has gone out to get the proper PPE, which is personal protective equipment in the first responder world including an SCBA mask and breathing apparatus that they sure did put the Star oh, Wars I'd, Darth Vader breathing 100%, sound on. yep. <laughs> goes in with the whole getup on, and then he goes in. He goes in. He goes in for business. And uh, the child has another uh, international number two, which goes right up the sleeve and into which the face mask somehow. Which doesn't make any sense. That's physically impossible, but it's the funniest <laughs> thing I've seen all year. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's cut. just it's just shot like it's shot like there were just a bunch of devices within Cena's mask that exploded shit all over his face. <laughs> I think they did. 
<laughs> I mean, that's how they, that's how they did it. A practical yeah. effect of John Cena with a mask up. Perfe- multi-million dollar professional wrestler and actor John Cena putting on a mask and just, they're like, okay, John, uh, we're, we're, we, he has an earpiece in. Okay, John, we're going to count down from five. At five, we're going to explode what looks to be like pea soup mixed with, mixed, mixed with a chocolate cake just in your, yeah. in your mask. And he's like, okay, okay, ready? here we go. And I, how many fucking takes do you think that took? I hope it was oh, one. One. At least one. seven. No, I think it was one. I think it was a one and done. I think they said they were going to count down from five and they did it on three. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're right about that. One other thing that did delight me in this sequence uh, is a just smash cut. So they, they, they let the reaction live there from the poop. And they cut directly to John Cena, mostly nude in a shower, scrubbing yeah. his mouth with some sort of brush that is definitely <laughs> meant for fire it, trucks. It was like, yeah, yeah it was like, like a, a wire floor, brush. It was like a floor brush. It was like a floor <laughs> sweep. My theory uh, on this scene is that this, this for me is this movie. It, it's improbable that I found it as funny as I did, but somehow, some way, some of it worked and was very funny, even though all this is is an incredibly stupid gag about a child pooping a whole lot mm-hmm. and pooping yeah. loudly in quotation marks. Now, b- by the way, pooping loudly, and I don't mean to be gross, but like her, her, her the the farting and pooping that this baby, <laughs> this baby makes, I'm like, I'm sorry, but is the is the farting and pooping sounds of a like 58 year old man? Like, I mean, like crucially, it is all this like like guttural, like bubbly. Like it's so disgusting. It's so disgusting. But it, it's so gross. But the fact that like the little the whole sequence starts with this little girl looking up at them and making the most fucking old adult fart noises I've ever heard in a movie. I did that got me too. I was like, okay, well this is disgusting, but I did laugh at this. Um, it's also because she's so cute. I mean, and she's, she's like a cute this angelic yeah. child who's just smiling the whole time, like, look what I did. It's not like she's I mean, realistically, if a child was this physically ill, she would not be happy about oh, no. it, most likely. No, no, no. She's most likely. But most she's likely. just like, oops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good. Good shit. Um, ah! uh, so, you know what? Let's get back to the plot, shall we? It turns out, <laughs> can you believe it? These kids are not. They did not burn down their parents' house. They I know, down, that's they wild. They burned down a stranger's house. A stranger's home, yeah. <laughs> and, Oops. And their parents are dead. They're never coming to pick them up. So, yeah, the Child Protective Services are apparently going to split them up because they've been in foster care for too long or something. And uh, they're basically running away to when, prevent that from happening. And what did I write down in my notes? Uh, <laughs> what did I put in my notes? Oh, so okay, yeah. So the 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 older sister's like, yeah, our parents are dead, and then John Cena's like, yeah, my parents also died when I was a kid. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go take a shit in the woods. Yep. Well, with the child in my well, hand. The, the, That's the, the third the, shit. 
Yeah, so the trio, the trio of kids basically run away, and that's when when Cena catches up with them. That's when the kids admit that they're orphans on the run. And Cena goes, I, I thought his reaction was so strange. He went from basically being like antagonistic toward these kids um, yeah. to being like the fucking dadliest dad. And the next like, yeah, like I, have to two, I have to keep two these seconds. kids. These are my kids now. And he's like, okay, listen, I'm going to take care of you. You're in good hands. Uh, and then, oh. and then there's a montage and this is the only other part that made me laugh. This is like the last part of this film that made me laugh. <laughs> he's like doing this like uh, montage of like camping shit. He's like, he's like cutting, <laughs> yeah. he's like cutting wood and he's like getting stuff ready. And he sees a chipmunk running through the woods and he makes a spear <laughs> out of a tree branch or something. And he's kind of like hunting this chipmunk and he just emerges from the woods with a skinned <laughs> chipmunk on, on the end of a spear. And the way he says, anybody wants a chipmunk is like the craziest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like a sound I've never heard come out of John Cena's mouth. And it, I don't know. It got me so hard for some reason. It's so fucking funny. It got John so hard I, like, that I heard over. him laugh. I looked over because we were within like a minute and a half of yeah, each other. Like a minute ahead. It got him. Oh, and good. then I looked over and was like, what? And then he pointed at the fucking screen and then I looked and then it got me. <laughs> it was very good. It was, uh, it was really good. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, really the last like half hour of the movie is the, the fire crew basically deciding to like, hoodwink child protective services into like <laughs> like like letting them coming a day later i don't know it was weird <laughs> like the entire yeah. which is weird because it implies that they would have come on a sunday right yeah, yeah right <laughs> like the delay that they made was to stop them from coming on a weekend to get them to come on a monday and it didn't work anyway bizarre. like cps shows up during this birthday party and 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 the kids are like you betrayed us john cena and cena's like i told y'all to come monday and that's the child protective <laughs> services lady is like we're not <laughs> what does she even say she's like we're not a fast food restaurant yeah <laughs> we don't do things your way yeah yeah it's a burger king joke <laughs> Oh, y'all. The child does fan art. Her whole thing, the oldest child's the whole thing is that she does art, but she stopped doing art because her parents died. Yeah. And then her solution to that is she gets a big stencil and then draws a big My Little Pony on the wall. Which was adorable. Yeah. It's really cute. And I I will say briefly also that the My Little Pony, like the brony My Little Pony thing that's like eight years too late does kind of yeah, work throughout this also. whole film it's yeah. weird it's weird it, but it works it, it, it's weird but it kind of works it might just be so old that it's back to being like a little funny again i'm not sure i don't know I'm not sure. it's a mystery. i mean the, to yeah. me this screams like a group of writers that wrote this like literally 10 years ago and like it just yeah. it just now kind of got made and they didn't update anything like that's kind of what it <laughs> What the it seemed like was to me. Just sitting in the shelf from 2009. I mean, yeah. it could have. Like, I mean, <laughs> there's really nothing about this movie that couldn't have just been written like 10 years ago. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no. So the the baby is obsessed with My Little Pony and calls the. Is that a Mastiff? I think it's a Mastiff. The dog. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sparkle Pony instead of. Uh, the dog has rabies. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> The dog just has rabies. It's foaming at the mouth in like 80% of the scenes that it's in. Listen, Nikki, some dogs are just foamy, okay? <laughs> foamy dogs. Some dogs are just really foamy. 
Um, I just okay. I have a couple notes here that I skipped this. Yeah. I skipped this over. I thought there was a really funny scene where uh, Judy Greer, who again is a local like environmental doctor, is obsessed with frogs and wants to do stuff with the frogs. Is like oh, talking through yeah. her relationship problems with John Cena <laughs> with the to these two frogs, which I thought was legitimately funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was that was good too. I, was I good. actually. I kind of really liked her. Yeah. She's like very, she reads, she's obviously a very funny uh, actress, yeah. but also she just reads very actually, maybe more realistic than anybody else in this movie in that she's like a dorky scientist who's also a real person in some ways. Like she had more dimensional, I don't know, maybe it's just because of this freaking frog scene, but it feels like she has more character development than anybody else well, d- in this yeah. movie. <laughs> some, of, some of that goes into, like, Judy Greer just looks like a human person to me. Like, yeah. like, every, yeah. like everyone yeah. else on screen at all times just looks like a, a fake person because no one in Hollywood, like, looks like a real person to me. Yeah. But, like, Judy Greer just looks like a person that I didn't, so, like, every single time I see her in anything, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a real person with a real job. Like, I don't know. You look like I just a human. believe that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and there's something very charming about that. Um, and I think, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, she she uh, she made little frog cookies at the end for the birthday party. That was kind of cute. It was really sweet. Yeah. It was and very she has sweet. froggy friends. Yeah. And she has that line about, like, I really hope he doesn't like me because I'm the only woman within 100 miles. Like, it's this very, <laughs> right. like, like, the way she goes about being slightly awkward and a big dork is, is, fairly charming and at least closer to realism than anything else in this movie so yeah. i don't know yeah oh well, speaking of uh, close to realism how did you like the fact that at the very last second john cena was just like i'm gonna adopt these kids okay don't worry about it <laughs> and like yeah don't worry it's chill <laughs> it's cool and it's chill and everybody's like okay okay there was there was something realistic in this movie okay and it's it might not be what you think all right but tell the me peanut butter prank that the child tries to play on the firefighters is actually based on a real ass prank that happens a lot of time, like hazing for EMTs, uh, which is typically that lube is put under the, like we we use lube uh, to insert certain types of airways. Basically. Sure, 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 sure. And it's just <laughs> what you think it is. It's just gross KY jelly. And, you know, squirting a tube of that under, you know, like the... Uh, the handle of a car door of an ambulance door is a real ass thing. So this this child with his peanut butter gag was actually maybe the closest thing to realism uh, next to Judy Greer's um, uh, slight awkwardness that, that was uh, displayed in this film. Incredible. Why does John Cena have an iPhone 5? Because this movie was written 10 years ago. Nikki, I, I just... His hands are so fucking ago? big. I don't know. He's, his hands are so big, oh. it's inexplicable. Well, don't you think that's why? Like, they, they, they were, like, coming up with, For like, the comedy Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were, like, John Cena's giant fucking baseball mitt hands. They need to hold an iPhone <laughs> 5. It's just, it's ridiculous. Um, let's see, what else? Um, okay, let's talk about Axe for a second. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's there. Yeah, Axe is, Axe is, you know... Uh, quiet through most of the movie and then at the end he forms a really close bond with Zoe the youngest child and um, they do this gag that 
I, I like whenever I see it, I'm like, there's like a five second span where I go from, oh, fuck, one of these gags. This is so dumb to like by the end of that five seconds, I'm like, uh, this is really fucking funny. I don't care where where he just starts singing. Zoe, like in this obviously like fake, <laughs> yeah. fake ass yeah, ADR, this ADR yep. ass, like not his voice at all, um, operatic kind of voice uh, singing to this child. And they, they film it so weirdly, like uh, six inches from like his face and then her face, which is very odd. Uh, it's very bizarre. Um, but it, it was very kids movie. It was very kids movie, I would say. Yeah. Um. God, what a weird movie. Yeah. Again, going into this with no expectations, f- frankly, fearing the worst. Uh, maybe I steeled steeled myself more than I needed to, but uh, I I didn't hate it. I didn't, I didn't hate it. I, didn't I will tell you it. that. I didn't hate it. I did not hate it. I did not actively hate this. I, th- I thought after the first 10 minutes, I was like, this is Yeah, yeah. The, the beginning is, yeah, yeah, absolutely fair. Like, I do think the beginning it's is kind of sucky and, and not great in a lot of ways. But yeah, most of this movie was uh, a perfectly enjoyable, incredibly stupid little confection uh, that had more moments than I really thought it was going to have. Now, put that on the back of a DVD yeah, right? box. <laughs> Not as bad as I thought. <laughs> now, I did share y'all a picture of Axe from a 1993 episode of WCW Saturday Night. This is beautiful. Um, yeah, he is uh, used to be a professional wrestler. Uh, he's about six foot eight, and um, oh my god, in real yeah. life, and uh, yeah, he's got kind of a long blonde mullet uh, from uh, 27 years ago. Um, Changed a lot. He's bald with a big black beard now. So or at least he was yeah. in this movie. I'm glad he has a. It seems like a pretty. I. This oh, is a he's thing, in a ton. He's in a ton me, of movies. Yeah, that, that's you know you, you can correct me, but it makes me very happy when good pro wrestlers have kind of at least semi awesome action movie careers afterwards. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah. I mean, that's he, cool. He was only a wrestler good. for here. Let me see. He was only a wrestler for about seven years. No, it was about 10 years. Okay. So he started in Canada and he was actually trained partially by Stu Hart, who is Bret Hart and Owen Hart's uh, dad. Very oh. famous wrestling okay. family in yeah. Canada. And then he retired in 1996. Um, and then he was just like, yeah, I'm just going to be in like a fucking million movies. Um, nice. And I've never heard of any of them, but <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> but he's in them, and the checks clear. Yeah, uh, he was in the devil. Like, he was in the Devil's yeah. Rejects. That's that's a big one, I guess. And I get when you said Wolf, he was in. Yeah, he was. One he of was the, in X Men. I mean, he was in two thousands yeah. X Men as Saber. That's pretty. That's a pretty big one. That's not bad. Nope. That's got to be a royalty check. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. um I now I've also sent a a piece of multimedia in this in the Discord. yeah I did see that um gonna need to see, I'm gonna need to play it yeah wow so it is we're in uh this is Katie and I this is back in January at around the launch of the film and my my partner Katie does walk up to the large yeah, cardboard cutout of John it. Cena and say Dad over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to stress that John Cena was not her father, yeah. but she didn't really seem to understand. No. Yeah. And then she gave John Cena a half it's hug. It's a good bit. It's a good bit. It's pretty yeah. nice. It's a good yeah, bit. Yeah, I like this. 
Um, I just found out that, uh, okay, uh, Paul Potts plays Taylor, uh, Tyler Maine's uh, uh, voice. So he does the opera singing. Uh, he, is oh. an, he is an English tenor, and he won the first <laughs> series of Britain's Got Talent. Wow. So, good. good for him. Good job. Getting some work. He got some work. I can't believe it. You know, good, good for them. <laughs> um, I want to talk just really briefly. Uh, I was looking at uh, Andy Fickman's career. Um, he was the producer on the film Anaconda. Good. Uh, he was good. the director of She's the Man. Um, oh, good. With All Amanda right. Bynes. He was the director of You Again, and which is a terrible movie. Um, uh, with Jamie Lee Curtis and Sigourney Weaver. Uh, he, w- oh he was the director of Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. What? Okay. Um, and he was also the director, and I, I, I believe, Nikki, when we started watching this movie, you did say something about the Tooth Fairy. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, because this is... He didn't direct the Tooth Fairy, but he did direct the Game Plan, which is... Game Plan, which is the which same is fucking the same movie. movie. Sure. Yeah, th- there's like there are six of these movies. Yep. It's the game plan starring The Rock. There's the Tooth Fairy starring The Rock. There's uh playing with fire, fucking starring John Cena. Playing with fire starring John Cena. There's another one that's got Vin Diesel in it that is based the Pacifier starring Vin mm-hmm. Diesel. There are like six of these exact movies. That in the um, movie where it's <laughs> like <laughs> insert hyper masculine yeah. uh, <laughs> character, and then they find um teen girl. Like or or like girl centric uh sibling group, um, and then yeah. Just did you know that Game Plan was the last film to be distributed uh, distributed by Buena Vista Pictures, I which was Disney's biggest motion that. picture brand. Oh wow! I did not know that. Before they killed it, <laughs> this movie came out and then they killed the brand. <laughs> Unbelievable. Whoops. Unbelievable. The- hey, they were playing with fire. Ayo. There you go. Um, <laughs> there it is. Official sound effect of this movie. The official sound effect of you of uh of playing with fire. So yeah, yeah. so what what did y'all come away with this movie with a newfound respect for smoke jumpers? No. Okay. <laughs> I I really like uh so I work with firefighters a lot. I will be tonight. You know. Yeah. Uh I spend Brave. a lot of time working with Brave firefighters. And good. Brave and good, and uh, oftentimes very, very helpful for me because yeah. a lot of times they are uh, excited and happy to help lift patients. Yeah, and uh, I enjoy also lifting patients, but uh, if they're also going to make my job easier for some of my jobs, hey, yeah. I appreciate that too. Incredible. Also, in the city, they take blood pressures now, uh, which oh, they didn't nice. do before. So that's cool. Making my job easier as an EMT, and uh, really, uh, mostly very nice and awesome folks. So. I already, I already like firefighters in general. Uh, you know, this one made me a little mad because it, it almost is like pooing on firefighters a little. Kind of, it was weird. Better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, hey, man, you're all doing good work. Mm-hmm. You can get along here, you know. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, Nikki, any yeah. any takeaways from this film? Um, yeah, I'm resigning from this position so I can be a smoke jumper. <laughs> Okay, Nikki, the smoke can, jumper. Can, can, you, can you do that with say, your trick knee? Um, <laughs> with my trick knee and oh. uh, debilitating asthma? Yes. yes. Uh, Danielle, please go ahead. Oh, 
I just wanted to say I actually really loved that scene. I'm not gonna lie. I thought the scene uh between the the oldest daughter and Kim Keegan Michael Key's uh character was actually really sweet about finding your calling and that shit. It was like yeah. genuinely well put together and not yeah. crappy. I mean, so Ke- I actually Keegan really liked that. He admitted scene. that he was what an accountant and he basically saw John Cena yeah. do <laughs> do smoke Is jumping. the only. S- it's the only scene where any acting happens. That is movie. true. Yes. That is yes. 100% yes. true. <laughs> and they're both good performers. And so it actually like reads pretty well. So, yeah. Yeah. I I must I must assume that like being like Keegan Michael Key and like collecting this check must be really nice cuz it takes like <laughs> two and a, it takes like two and a half weeks to shoot this thing probably, right? And like you don't have to do any acting. You can coast by on your natural innate comedy talent. Um There were actually and a lot of you locations. get to go home. So it might have been longer. It's possible. Mm, three and a half weeks. <laughs> and, and do you know what Keegan Michael Key did with that paycheck? He gave it right to Pete Buttigieg. He gave it right to Pete. Oh boy. Yep. Yep. Right to you Pete. hate to see it. Um, did you know that Pete Buttigieg is really, really good at at crane games? I did. I've I've saw that video. Everyone at home, yeah. I need you to go look at the video of <laughs> Pete Buttigieg basically walking through how to min max your crane game. <laughs> Um, it's tough. It's, it's tough because I like I walked away from that video being like, you know what, that rules. Oh, I actually kind of uh, like that. Unironically, un- <laughs> I thought that video was great. I was like, if I had seen yeah. that before, like I don't know anything else about Pete, I would have been like, huh. Well, I would always have that to fall back on. Like, yeah, he yeah. does seem like a yeah. he does seem like a bread fixing uh, yuppie <laughs> dickhead, but also <laughs> he knows how to do crane game good. So um, I don't know. How, could he really be all bad? Um, he's, got, he's got that one thing going. He's for got him, that one thing. You know? Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> folks, uh, please go go see playing with fire. Why not? You know, it's like a perfect like yeah. Why not? like it's a perfect like you're cooking dinner and you need to laugh at like yes. a child making a the fart noise of a dying uh, meatloaf. <laughs> like it's just like it's it's just like. You will you will find something in this film that will delight you. I'm almost positive. Um, Go to your local AMC. Yell as loud as you can. I would like to watch Playing With Fire in theaters again. <laughs> and uh, hopefully they'll let you do it. You just go in and you demand it. You go, I know you'll have a fucking MP4. I know you'll have that Blu-ray in the back. Playing with fire somewhere. <laughs> please, please put it on a thumb drive and put it in the projector and let's go. Um, uh, um, no one's gonna watch Portrait of a Lady on Fire who gives a shit about that movie watch the superior fire film just watch it on your phone this is the ultimate it's on your phone movie that you downloaded and you're gonna watch it for your next three subway rides I, and uh, there it is. I, I can see this movie being packaged together in those like Walmart double packs with like backdraft. Yeah. Like backdraft yeah. and playing with fire. Like the weirdest one two punch of like oh firefighter based movies. Um, yeah. It's, oh. this, this was more fun than I thought it would be. And I don't think it was just because I was like deliriously tired from packs. <laughs> um, but Fair. yeah. I think uh, I think that's gonna be it for us this week, folks. Um, hope you enjoyed our uh, our cinematic journey uh, through playing with fire. 
Uh, be sure to rate and review this podcast. Uh, it's on the fan width feed. It would help us out a lot, folks. Um, we've obviously enjoyed putting out a ton of content and we want to continue to kind of keep up that pace in your likes and subscriptions and reviews and nice things and sharing it with your friends and on social media. Like it helps us a ton. So uh, please keep doing that. We also have two other feeds. We have Fanbyte FM, which posts uh, kind of shorter bursts of things. Uh, we usually take uh, Late Lunch, which is our now Wednesday show from one to three on uh, twitch.com slash fanbyte. We usually take uh, little chunks of that and put that on the feed. Also office hours, also just little things that we want to do. Uh, it's kind of a nice little feed if you want quicker stuff. Uh, we also have Fan Fight. Uh, it's a show where Danielle, Woo! our MMA expert, uh, discusses uh, fights with LB Hunk Tears, our wrestling expert who discusses professional wrestling. Uh, the first two episodes have been like fucking great. Like one of the best things we do. I really, really love oh, it. Shit. Um, Thank you. So please go check that out. I think even if you aren't already kind of activated in an MMA or wrestling uh, space, I still think you'll be able to get something out of it. And I think you might actually want to check those things out afterwards. So um that's probably the highest praise I could give it. Um, I'm like sitting here beaming. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's very, Those very good. Nice compliments. Uh, if you want to check out all that stuff, you can just go to fanbyte.com slash podcast. We'll put all that stuff there. Uh, if you want to follow uh, Nikki on Twitter, we can. Uh, you can find him at Godsua. That's G. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay, yeah, no, keep going. Honestly, just keep going. Okay. Uh, you can find uh, Nikki at Godsua. That's G O D S E W A. Um, you can find Danielle on Twitter at Danielle R I, uh, which stands yeah. for Rhode Island and Riondo. Isn't that clever? Yeah, it could go either Incredible. way. That's what's so beautiful about um, it. You can also find me, John Warren, at Floppy Adult. Uh, I never introed y'all at the beginning of the cast because I think y'all kept doing the do 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 and i completely forgot about it um but yeah that's that's social editor nikki grayson and senior editor danielle riando and i'm also uh head of media john warren uh you can find us on twitter at fanbyte media uh instagram tiktok on uh at fanbyte and of course check out all of our stuff on fanbyte.com um this was a lot of fun thanks for yeah thanks for uh you know sharing all of our thanks delta wait what I said thanks delta Th you know what that's <laughs> you're right thank you delta for having the courage to show this film <laughs> thank <laughs> you delta flights. uh they didn't even you know when you watch a movie on the airplane and they're like we edited this they movie didn't even they that. didn't even put that before they didn't even do that they just got the file and they were like we, no one's gonna watch this who cares just put it up <laughs> just put it up raw download it twice <laughs> yeah <laughs> alright folks we'll see you next week with a new episode and until then um you love to see it you love to see ba, it ba da ba Duh. ba ba da ba <laughs> Ba ba da ba. Ba ba da ba.